So I bet you can't rap the first verse of Bugaboo. One, two. Oh, I'll give you the I'll give you the training. I'll give you the it's first. I'll give hot. it's not hot. That's all you get. One. How you be No. You? On in sequence. One, two, three, and it's not, not hot, hot that you, you be calling call me, stressing me, paging my baby, and just nonstop. stop. And it's not hot that you be leaving me messages every 10 minutes and then you stop by. When I first met you, you were cool, but it was game you had me fool. Cause 20 minutes after I gave you my number, you already had my mailbox full. So what? You bought a pair of shoes. What now? I guess you think I owe you, even if the Pope said it. Damn, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And so what? You bought a pair of shoes. What now? I guess you think I owe you, even if. You don't have to call as much as you do. I'll, I'll give them back, back to be through, through with you. And so what? My mama likes you. What now? I guess you think I will too. Even if the Pope said he like you too. I don't give a damn because you a bugaboo. Yo, first of all, anthem and still sing that to this day because it's relevant. Okay? Um, Dad, writings, I was trying to think of verse two. I can't do it. The writings on the wall is a classic album. Iconic. Um, One of the best R&B albums of the 90s. I'll say that. Up there with Never Say Never. Up there with Everything Is Everything. Up there with My Love Is Your Love. And not even saying that just because, you know, we have Destiny Child because it's Beyonce. Saying it because it's great. That was before we... That's what made her Beyonce in my head. Right. And that's before she was even like Beyonce, Beyonce. That was when she was really still Destiny's Child. They were all just Destiny's Child. Right. You saw them and you were like, oh, that's Destiny's Child. You right. know which one was the child. You just like that was just that's my just favorite that. one was actually Latoya. Used to be Latoya. I loved Kelly, and I think I loved Kelly because she was like my skin tone. Based on that first album, I really used to think that their first names was Latavia. I can't remember Latavia. I can't remember Latoya. I can't remember what they said. Then I thought it was Kelly Storaki. I really thought that was her last name. I thought it was Beyonce and Corleone, Mm-mm. and um, Mm-mm. Latavia Mm-mm. Minda from Mm-mm. the Four Four. Um, thanks to my sister who played so good on Blast on repeat. I'm the reason why that song stuck in my head ever since I was nine years old. Like, like on the, I can't believe it's been 20 years, but I ain't gonna lie. When we finally, I've heard that they haven't been able to get the Destiny's Child reunion together, right. like including the three girls plus um, Latoya and Latavia. I'm not including that. Um, I don't know. I just she wasn't no, like. I didn't say why. I said wow. Yeah, I'm just saying like God bless, but she didn't actually record any new music. She's not on any Destiny's Child recorded music. She's there for the visual, but she was there in between albums and left before they recorded Survivor. So right. God bless. Um, but when they start that tour, I need them to start with so good. Like I need them. I need still. I need <sighs> lights go dark. And then <laughs> Lights go silhouette. Dark. <laughs> then they come up out of the stage, nothing but silhouettes, and you just see five of them, maybe three, and then the other two pop in. And, we go, <sighs> <laughs> and yeah. then I just need to hear. Yeah. Okay. And then and then right after, jump right into Bills, 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 because Bills, Bills, Bills. I still honestly play that song. Like, on the Destiny Fulfilled tour, when it was just the three of them, and they started off with they started off with "Say My Name" and then went into "Bills, Bills, mm. Bills." Michelle killed it. I was like, mm. "Dag, you don't even sing on this song." And that's why I was like, "Oh, you in? You in?" The singles from the album we had "Bills, don't Bills, Bills." Me. We had "Bugaboo" and visuals. We had "Jumpin', Jumpin'." I was Ladies like, I was like nine years old talking about leaving the club. What a scammer! Wait, what a scammer, B? Talking about what? I need to go to the club. Beyonce with your city girl self. What you talking about? And all you fellas, exactly. Ladies, if you girl, 
The club is full of ballers and they pockets full of grown. Hey. And all you ladies, hey. if you're girl with her. Not fellas, there. if you're girl with her friends. Because it's, it's 1130 and the club is jumping, jumping. In yeah, the video. Yeah, got a man. Hey. Yeah, true, I got a man. But the party ain't gonna stop. So let's uh-huh. make it hot, uh-huh. hot. Come on, that's that's nuts. And then, of course, you got to say my name. <laughs> Duh. Which. Dark Child 99. <laughs> and it's gone through so many versions. Like, there's the recorded version. But then there's, like, the live version. And that one switches up and it's amazing. Then there's the remix version. Um, I oh. was playing it the other Timberland day, the Timbaland one. Yeah, Timbaland and you Missy. Better say my That's the remix name. version. Boom, boom, boom. You better say my name. What? That's boom. such. Oh my God, that's like a midnight track. I'm done. Something feels feel strange. strange. That's like something feels strange in the back. Oh my goodness! Like when they busted that out at homecoming, I was I wasn't ready for when, when she, right, I wasn't ready. right. Wasn't ready. I said not the Timberland remix. Not the Timberland. I, said, I <laughs> like screaming. five in the morning. I was screaming <laughs> at five screaming. in the morning. Oh, <laughs> y'all don't know about this, mind you. People, birds are about to chirp. They're not even awake yet. Like, uh. and God bless Missy, working with Destiny's Child early. Yes. I'll go as far to say Beyonce's Lemonade, Lemonade album. Uh, uh, I'll go as far to say that it's a little bit controversial that Beyonce made Lemonade after making Confessions. Um, oops. And I love the um, Temptation. How'd that one go? I know you see like me watching you, and I see you watching me. This girl, your light is calling me. Temptation is killing me. I know you see me watching hey. you, and I see hey. you watching me. You know what reminded me? Temptation reminded me Temptation of me. of Next Lifetime by Erica Badu. I guess I see you next life. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. sexy girl, you so not, fly. Not, it's the same I the same concept, not like the song sounded track. like, but it's I'm like the right same concept. Number in the palm of my hand. What else? Oops, Oops I, I forgot. forgot. I got a man. I know you see. Hey. Yeah. All right. 20 years. Let's start the show. I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need to hear you. Welcome back. To another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight in this space. We won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to the van store to get a new pair of vans. You. <laughs> You can listen to this podcast on the way to counting your bills. 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 But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes. Sylvie Jones. How you doing? I'm great this evening. Feeling great to be alive, to be well in this space, to be six feet above. Um, You're always grateful for that. That's I, good. No, that's, that, no, that's the number one thing I'm grateful for. Alive like, and not in the ground. Everything else can just be... It seems so. And when you go, you want to so get cremated. Not even that. <laughs> not even that. Hell no! Somebody could accidentally knock down my urn, and I, 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 I just think I want to be cremated. Before. I mean, I don't, I don't think know I the difference. I ain't gonna be cremated. here. Right, but I don't want to like. Well, damn! Now what are we gonna do? 
vacuum her up, I guess. And then like just get thrown in the trash. After yeah. That. Yeah. Well, put me in the water for fish food. No, the fish don't eat that. They don't. <laughs> I thought it's like like you know what a fish tank. You never did like you have you, fish growing up? Hell yeah, they didn't last very long, did they? My mom took care of that. She was that was her babies. They didn't last. That was her real children. Did they last long? Yes, they did. she. I just said my mom took care of did those. Did she feed them urns? She Food? no, but she. Oh. They look like it, didn't oh, they? No. Them flakes. <laughs> no. I have little fish. I fed them too much, and they died. Well, then what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> well, I didn't feed them no, no food from no urn, no. Well, hell no. I'm just saying that's how it looks when, like, people dump ashes in the water. Okay. Right. But um, <laughs> I digress. Um, it's feeling really great. Um, we are still in summertime. Mm. Don't blink too long because summer will be gone. It's August um, Everyone's been complaining about weather. I feel like I talk about that all the time. But, like, I always have to say, look, I prefer this over being layered up. And cold and irritated. I agree. You know, I just I'm actually really appreciative. Well, I already of this told you weather. how I feel. Just not extreme. Of course, of course, of course. I'm just appreciative of this weather and of life and just being in this space, man. Everything could be going wrong in your life, but you have to think about it. Somebody's a doing worse than doing having a worse experience in life than you are, and b your problems aren't that big because they could be bigger. Amen. So, how are you, Khalil? Hmm. <laughs> Made you reevaluate a lot of things. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm doing very good. Doing very good. Number one, it's Shark Week. <laughs> All right. You can't tell me nothing. Number one, it's Shark Week. Is that when y'all learn, like, different facts about sharks? or? I mean, maybe I learn the same thing every year, but in between yeah. those 365 days, I forget everything, and I'll take it all in, all over again. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't really like to watch TV like that, but I'll keep that on Discovery Channel. All, the debates last night, they got a little boring. The night before, they got a little boring. I said, okay, I'm going to go two channels up now, and I'll park the it right here. Right. I popped in here and there. Um, Shark Week. Like I said, got me a new pair of Vans yesterday. All right. <laughs> All right. That makes sense. And I performed at SOBs yesterday. Right. For the first Talk time. About it. it was really good. It was really cool. It was really awesome. So glad, grateful to the band. We recorded some of it. We recorded a music video. You'll see something soon. Thank you to Nichelle. God bless you. Was um, it very intimate being in SOBs? Yeah. I can just imagine like being on stage being intimate because it's like you can actually kick somebody. Sure, yeah, it's a very intimate venue, no matter matter what you do. It's an intimate venue. So, you know, y'all could try, but you can't tell me nothing right now. (laughs) At least least until Saturday. Then I'll be back. Then I'll be back. (laughs) It's like when you go to the Apollo and you rub the tree. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. The tree's been rubbed. Exactly. Amen. Yes. All right. Let's jump into the weekly playlist. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at instinctent, where we release it every Wednesday. This week we've got Nimbus by Vibe on Kia, The Big Day by Chance the Rapper, 1123. By BJ the Chicago Kid and The Lost Boy by YBN Corday. 
All right, so this week I had the EP Nimbus by Vibe on Kia. Mm. Um, she's a talented singer and songwriter from Teaneck, New Jersey. We had the pleasure of having her as a guest on our sh- on our show when her first album premiered in 2018. Um, and now she's back with her second EP, with her second project, an EP titled Nimbus. Nimbus actually means um, a luminous cloud or halo surrounding a supernatural being or saint, which can which can possibly um, which which explains why the artwork for the album and the single raindrops kind of like go together. Plus, she's like looking up into like a cloud that says Nimbus. Like I just I don't know I, I connected those two together. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this was a six. This was sixteen minutes of sweet sounds that just like narrated a summer afternoon to me. Mm. Uh, first and foremost, I would like to say that I love 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 raindrops. This track reminded me of a healing of the healing phase that you go through when you're trying to get over someone. Mm. Um, it's such a reachable. Uh, it's such a teachable experience for us, but like that phase is so bittersweet. Mm. Raindrops falling down my window pane Treated feelings once again These thoughts of you keep running through my head Deepest feelings ain't it obvious We've got this chemistry But now I'm sitting here in the silence Wondering if you even know the obvious I'm drowning in the deep That's why I say oh Bossa Nova vibes was like the bio for a sweet but sassy woman um, like could be myself, could be like one of those confident women that just you know, they could be sweethearts, but also like don't fuck with me. Don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed Carpet Ride, and On a Cloud. Um, mm-hmm. I hear differences in Takia's voice and her pitch and her range. I was gonna get there, yeah. Yeah. Um, in this EP, and of course I've heard it before, but it's like with new music you hear growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just super proud of her. I just, <laughs> I just don't remember her sounding like I don't ever remember her singing in high school. And now hearing this back, mm-hmm. like just the, definitely the growth from the first one to the second one. Her voice is amazing. It's mm-hmm. really like it's it's not pitchy. It's not. No. There's no question of flat or sharp. She falls right in tone, like beautifully in tone. Mm-hmm. I love. She caught me from Reckless from the first track. Right. And I love the, I even all the way through, I love it was short and sweet and to the point. And I love On a Cloud. I love she was just cussing that nigga out. It, you can hear like only her side of the conversation, which is interesting. What other side do you need to hear? Well, I just got, I got in a, 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 a situation, I won't say an argument. I got in a, a situation this week where I had to have some words with a, with right. a lady. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, you was cussing somebody. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I just wonder. I wonder what his point of view was. Was it rational? Did it make sense? Who was the like? Who was the one who was making sense in the conversation? Who was the one? Was everybody leveled? Was it like we only heard it from her point of view, which is fine because it's her album. 
That's going to be perception, though. Yeah. It's, it's always going to be perception, even if you hear the other side. I And I, I don't even want to hear the other side, but mm. just hearing her do that just makes you question what the other person could have possibly been saying, which is really interesting. Mm. Go, Kia. Go, Kia, yes. Melanate Productions. <sighs> so this week from my first album... I had the big day by Chance the Rapper. So Chance is in a very happy place in his life right now. And he created a whole album to let us know about his state, mindset, and marriage. Pretty much. (coughs) I really think him as a rapper came first this time. Like, you know, his name is Chance. Mm -hmm. I think Coloring Book was like Chance and cool and like playful and great. I think this was really where he tried to emphasize the rapper part. Um, It came first this time in the production while still detailed uh and i was okay with that if you listen to what he's talking about he's really dropping some gems and telling stories i'm not going i'm not going to go in order i'm not going to go in order because this is based on my second listen which is always on shuffle Mm -hmm. but the production on we go high by nate fox chance nico seagal darius scott and peter cottontail (laughs) was superb uh, it was really introspective journey into what I think Chance was describing um, as his wife becoming celibate before they were married and how that affected him individually and them as a couple. Uh, Eternal is the bop of the album, I think. Side niggas can't step like dudes. <laughs> yes. This song just... That was one of my favorites. Yeah, it just really made you want to... It made me want to skate. Featuring Smino. Like, yeah. Like, at the rink, I used to rollerblade. But this shot made me want to skate. Um, I love that he had skits on here from John Witherspoon, Jack A. Harry, Keith David, who <laughs> on Four Quarters in the Black, which was deep and hilarious, and Cree Summer, who I think played his daughter Kinsley, Kinsley mm-hmm. who are all amazing voice actors. I loved Handsome featuring Megan the Stallion. I was going to say that if you didn't. Mm-hmm. I really liked how he chose to use SWV on Found a Real One Single No More, which also made me want to skate. Now, originally when it came out, you couldn't see the artists that were featured. Um, but when I listened again, the features were listed. Mm. And the first track, All Day Long, features John Legend. And it actually sounds like the album picks up right where Coloring Book left off. But then it goes into another direction. It creates a new space for itself. I Got You is a whole 90s groove mm-hmm. that has the legendary In Vogue intro. Uh, in, in Vogue knew the intro. With Ari Lennox holding down the hook and Kiara Kiki Sheard violating the background vocals, singing down on the whole track. Um, that was a great collaboration. Whoever had that ear was great. Sounds like he and the producers were trying to create a wedding anthem with this one. Something to say, like the day after the big day. 
day. It's supposed to be super bad, like we won't stay. It's supposed to be super scary, like we don't pray. We treat the bad advice like bad breath. Either give a compliment, a couple minutes, depend what we have left. Find the good news in a bad press. Tell them break a leg like an actress. Hit with a jazz step. One nine love, that's forever to never stop. Mm-hmm. Ball and Flossin featuring Sean Mendez and Sa- uh, Ball and Fox Bl- Ball and Flossin. Features Sean Mendez and samples Brandy's I Wanna Be Down on a house beat. And I wasn't sure how I felt about all three of these at first, but I really like it though. Um, Lil Durk and Nicki Minaj on Slide Around was really nice. I really liked hearing Nicki. Felt like it was the most authentic I've heard her in a really long time. Yeah, I agree. Um, I loved her line, no Grammy's still a goat though. Like, word. Stand up in it. Own it. And she des- and she definitely deserves some Grammys by now. Like, come on. Zanies and Fools is the last track and immediately brought um it immediately I thought of Whitney Houston and Brandy when I heard that because from Cinderella world is full mm-hmm. of Zanies and Fools who don't believe in sensible rules. Wow, that's such a throwback. <laughs> All right. Don't right anyway. Um and they, they definitely did sample Cinderella's Impossible. Mm-hmm. The beat was <laughs> wow. And Chance rapped his ass off. Nikki also was featured on this song, and this is the song where she was talking about getting married and being a mom, which had everyone asking questions about if she was already married and, and if she's pregnant. It was just really dramatic because she has the last verse of the song, also making it the last voice you hear on Chance's album. So um, it's definitely, it's, it's hard to compare this to Coloring Book because they're two totally different albums. Right. If you walk into this expecting, yeah, expecting those, you're not going to get it. But if you're open... First time I was kind of closed off, like, yeah. But the second time I put it on shuffle, I was like, this is really dope. Right. Right. Um, you pretty much covered everything I was going to say about this album as well. Um, and it does sound like another project of growth. I think that's great. I think it's great when you can come out with a new album and people fuck with it because they see a difference. Mm. And it's not a bad difference. It's like, huh, you wore a new shirt today. Oh. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Right. It fits you. That's that's like a nice color on you. Mm-hmm. It's like that. You know, it's the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my second album this week, I had 1123 by BJ the... For my second album this week, I had 1123 by BJ the Chicago Kid. Uh, he's a singer and songwriter from Chicago, of course. And he's known for his collabs with TDE artists such as Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy Q, A- Ab Soul, and J-Rock which is kind of where I first heard of BJ. Um, he went from singing background for Mary Mary to performing on Stevie Wonder's album, A Time to Love, uh, writing for gospel artists such as Shirley Caesar. Um, he also sung on Kanye West's Impossible featuring Twista and Keisha Cole. I just found that out. Mm. I didn't know that was him on that song as well. Mm. Twista? No, um, BJ on um, Impossible. And that song is like, oh, oh. It's like a like one of those... It wasn't really like a single. It was from Mission Impossible soundtrack, I believe. Oh. Uh-huh, with Kanye. <laughs> uh, he's been releasing mus- his own music since t- 2009. His first album dropped in 2012, and here we are with his album number three. Uh, BJ to me is such a soulful singer. He's one of those that give you goosebumps within the first lines. Um, that's how I feel every single time I hear him. It's either chills, goosebumps, or like, I think I want to cry. But not like I'm upset, but like tears of joy. Mm. I enjoyed Champagne, which like a, which was like an upbeat bop about tipsy thoughts and actions under under intoxication. Uh, Time today, which has a video, is such a seductive and sexual track. 
um, along with Can't Wait and Back It Up. Um, he spoke about being such a smooth player on Players Ball featuring Rick Ross. Mm. Um, but my favorite would probably be Too Good because he just talks about, like, he just describes this confident woman. And I was just like, damn, this is me. Like, it's just everything about her and how she's just, like, like unfuckwittable. And it's just amazing. And she's just art. But that's the crazy part. You don't do too much at all. Baby, that's what make me get scared. Shout out to my drummer Ice Who I was like halfway listening Through listening to this album He was like have you heard Close yet And I was like I haven't got there yet Then I listened And that's like definitely <laughs> one of my favorite tracks I didn't even know BJ was coming out And it's always a pleasure and a blessing Whenever he comes out So yeah <laughs> Love this And I also like that he had um, features from the opening ceremony i think that was like last year or two years i think that was last year's album or it was like a short ep but he threw those or some of them on to this project rather be with you is on there that's my joint thank you bj thank you bj Whew. this week from my second album that we're already done yeah yeah great It'd be so quick talking. It's like long <laughs> editing. So we already done. <laughs> this week from my second album, I had The Lost Boy by YBN Corday. So I don't know about y'all. I had to go ahead and look. Like I before I could just dive in, I had to like, okay, we in a new era now. What is the NBAs? What are the YBNs? Mm -hmm. I've been avoiding it, but what is it all about? I mm -hmm. knew the NBAs never broke again. Yeah. And then I had to look up YBN. So I found out YBN stands for Young Boss Niggas. Okay. And it was started by YBN Namir. He's the first one. His name yes. is like Nick Simmons. Mm -hmm. But in 2014, <laughs> it started on Xbox Live. Yep. They He was talking to another one. Um, he met up with YBN. Oh, damn. Let me not get it wrong. He met up with... um. Almighty J, mm -hmm. and they founded. They met up in L.A. and they came together. And then they met up. They met um, YBN Corday, and I think there's one more. But I think the three or four of them started are the core group of the YBN Collective. Mm -hmm. And then they got members from like from different parts of Africa, from Al Alabama, Texas, California, Maryland, Narberth. <laughs> I don't know where that is. Connecticut. But um, it's just interesting. It's kind of like Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, you got the core members who are Philip Bailey and um, Verdine White and the other. I, forget, I can't remember. You got the core members of Earth, Wind, and Fire, the three of them. But then you've got, like, all the different members of the band. Right. And it's like, I don't know all y'all, but I know y'all in Earth, Wind, and Fire. But I know, but that was Earth, <laughs> Fire. It's exactly that. Yeah. So, then I got into it. And, man, I was pleased. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Um, he's young, but he's very soulful. This was a very soulful journey. Uh, wisdom, he talks, he's got a lot of wisdom. 
Um, he talks about how he overcame uh, Zan addiction for an anxiety that he had. Mm-hmm. I like that he even features Quincy Jones on at the end of the first record, kicking some wisdom to him. Um, similar style to Chance, but it was really fitting that he had him featured on the album on Bad Idea, which samples Robert R- samples Roberta Fl- Robert I put, <laughs> which samples Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway's Be Real Black for me. But if you're just black and hood, then you probably recognize it from Scarface's On My Block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I ain't gonna front. That's what I knew before I listened to Donnie. I said, oh, that's where he got it from. (laughs) Thanksgiving was the essence of soul. And Kid Culture and Coop the Truth did their thing on production. And Sir contributed background vocals on a couple different places on this album. He keeps that vibe going with RMP, which features Anderson Pack, so you know the soul was on at least an eight or a nine. One of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing to me. Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing to me. Uh, okay, put your fucking hands up. This the fucking anthem. Smiling cause I'm young, rich, black, and I'm handsome. Not to mention wealthy. Ass on the healthy. Young millionaire, what the fuck can you tell me? Smell me. Nigga, that's Chanel Cologne. I'm in Europe with the tourists with no sell your phone. Like, ooh, sound like rich nigga problems. I hit a bad bitch with a fist full of condoms. In the randomness of risky menages. Like, get the hair right, she can get what she want. If it spits, then flaunt it. My trip like a faucet. She told me she was preggo. I ain't even take the motherfucking dick out my pocket. And this was also produced by J. Cole. And honestly, I had to check to see if Corday was signed in Dreamville. He's not, but it sounds like he's the brainchild of their brand and belongs on their roster, uh, in my opinion. I liked Way Back Home featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Detail matters, and I really appreciate how he had Masego and Aaron Ray and Sir layer some background vocals over a little impromptu song by his grandmother, which was probably originally recorded on an iPhone. He also has features on here from Pusha T and Meek Mill, but wraps it up with Lost and Found, where he raps his young boss nigga little butt off. <laughs> boss nigga. Yeah. Um, it's just younger, younger generation and their talent. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, that's all it's about. Um, it makes you think like you can't just judge people like off by their look mm-hmm. and and think like, oh, I'm not gonna listen. To him. He's one of them new rappers, them new niggas, them new. Well, listen to it. All Give right. it a chance. Right. They're fusing the same thing that you were fusing before you're, you're fusing old music and yep. new music and putting it together and um creating a new, whole new different sound yeah or a wave and identity and they're doing the same thing so like my favorite yeah i completely agree and like i've said this before i think the one thing that ties all different genres of music together is soul like you right. can listen to a pop record sometimes sometimes something hits you like oh that hit me in my soul. The way mm-hmm. he sung that chord, that that harmony right there. Right. Maybe that maybe the way the beat came in. There's something soulful about that. You can hear it in country and jazz and soul and hip hop and right. all of that. And that's the good thing to know that even as music as we get older and music gets younger, that this soul I think will always be a remaining factor. And it's interesting to see of the new artists who's able to corner it or who's able to extract it and really and, and harness it and put it in their music and I think he did a great job. And do it well. Yeah. And shout out to him for um he did an interview with I think he was on Hot ninety seven yesterday morning. Ebro. And he was on Ebro and he was talking about his life. He was he said that he's dating um Her? Naomi Osaka. Oh. <gasps> yeah, that's his girl. I think I already knew that. That's just cool. 
But keep that low. You know what Oprah said. Don't tell nobody. Keep it Shut up. This week for our honorable mentions, we had Meet the Woo by Pop Smoke and African Giant by Burner Boy. We also had the singles Blow My Mind by Davido and, by Davido and Chris Brown, Blame by Bryson Tiller, 21 by Her, Single Again by Big Sean featuring Janae Aiko, and Gold Roses by Rick Ross and Drake. Don't wait till some other day, no, no They let her wait till it's too late It's too different. late Yo, hey. I was nominated, never won a Grammy But I understand, they'll never understand me A lot of lives lost, but I never panic A lot of lines crossed, I never did a zany A hundred room mansion, but I felt abandoned Love And now it's time for Music News Alright, so, <clears throat> somebody's fave Katy Perry recently lost a lawsuit. Um, her record label was hit with a $2.7 million lawsuit. Yes, um, it was. $2.7 million. Like, just seeing that amount. Like, off of one song. Off of one song. I mean, granted, that's like pocket change to the record company, but like still, over one song, that's two Which Marcus Gray, like um, which Marcus Gray just got rewarded, um, in his song "Joyful, Joyful Noise." Um, He's a Christian rap artist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. The and jury, Lecrae, Lecrae's featured on that song mm-hmm. too. The jury last week ruled that the short patch- passage in the su- two songs was identical, aka this sounds like a fake. It sounds like a a a. a a cop uh what was i gonna say like um not copied but like twin version of song joyful noise were they saying passage in terms of like lyrics or passage in terms of production um production okay because i heard them and they go ahead i'll let you finish um katie perry wasn't in the federal court but she said last month that she believed that dark horse was the original work now, if right. you don't know, though, you should just be quick. See, he's go ahead. Because it was created by her producers and writers. Um, okay. After she was presented with the short instrumental passages, um, she, like she didn't know. It's like she just thought it was just you know, it was original. That's the question. Like that's the thing. Like if you don't, who knows? If she was there from the creation of it from the beginning to end, then that's one thing. If she heard it being created, right? But sometimes, many times, artists, you know, they just like they just get what you got. Let me hear yeah. what you got, and if they sing over and they make it hot. And if she didn't know where they got the production from, then she should, you know, that's fine. But don't be saying. Mm-mm, it's an original. Right. If you don't know. Right. is all. But well, I mean, the song did make $31 million for the record label. So. So they give it a little two points. Right. In the back. And, they and Katy Perry it. earned about $3.2 million from it. She's still going to sing it. Right. <laughs> Stop. No, she's not. <laughs> yes, she is. When you go see her live, she's not going to not sing it. She's like, this like, my song, yeah. <laughs> 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 right. Just like Robin Thicke not going to stop singing Blurred oh Lines. Oh, my goodness. He, if he knows us better from him, he better stop. 
Um, <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. I don't think he has. So I think it's just like, okay, now you have to pay me. I don't think it's like you have to stop singing it though. It's too late. This nigga niggas came to see. Damn. You gonna tell Beyonce she can't perform Crazy in Love? I'm not saying Crazy in Love is copy because it's not. Nah, you could have said like Jacquees and um and LMA. Right. Okay. <laughs> sure. Trick. Right. She could sue him, but he's still gonna perform it. I don't think she can sue him for that. Yes, she can. You think so? Because then why hasn't she done it already? Well, I don't know. Maybe she, maybe not because I, did he officially release it as a single? Or has it just been no, like No, he just released like it like on, sound, on SoundCloud oh, yeah, and it's well, not even no. out there anymore. Yeah. If you find like Trip, if somebody has Trip yeah. um, by Jockeys, it's because they like, they copied it from right. when he first released it. Nah, the moment she tries to, he tries to make some money off of that, she gonna come for him. Yeah. That's what I realized her moment was. Did you see the end of the BET Awards when she won her award? She won her award. She got up on stage. She was like, it didn't seem like gracious. She was like angry. She was like, she was like, thank you so much for this award, BET. I really appreciate the Best New Artist Award. You know, it's such an amazing feat because when you do the work, it shows up. <laughs> and when you got it, you've got it on your own. And then she just turned and walked away. I was like, Damn, like, what was that for? Was that a statement? I was like, and why are you? You see, like, and then that's what that's gets me upset. That's what gets me upset. I get it, and I totally understand it, sis. At the same time, I still like that song too. Nah, I'd be mad it's too. Like, nah, I would be mad too. Be mad. But from the outside looking in, um, both songs are great, but a, but one song gets played more than the other. And it's kind of the remix. Sometimes gets played more it's than the remix. other. The remix don't get played more than the original. I mean, I wouldn't even call out the remix. I would just say like you know Jacuzzi's version. Right, sure, but all and, and, yeah, and, all and it does get played. Like look, or DJs be like fusing the both of them together. Look around. Look at this studio right now. Imagine being locked down here for like six, seven, eight hours. You had an original idea. It would you had you thought, oh my gosh, this would be great, and you start on it, and mm -hmm. you start to work on it and craft it, and then finally, eight hours later, who knows, a week later, a month later, a year later, who knows, you come out with this song, and it's amazing. You're like, wow, I did that. From All the by jump. myself, yeah. Or I was in the room when that was happening from the jump. We created this from our mm -hmm. heads, and this came to this. And now some... Somebody Some said, regular hey, person just minute. heard it, heard what I'm, you I did, love this. I'm inspired. and just hopped on it and is now mm -hmm. selling out shows. Performing your, his, oh, your song, your song, but his version. His version. And you're not getting no money. You're not, you're not, 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 who cares? I mean, that's secondary. You know, that's actually first. You're not getting no money. But on top of that, he's making a whole name, like career off of it, like for himself. Because well, no, he's already. I mean, well, adding on to his career, he already has a career. He's adding on to it. Doesn't he mostly cover other people's songs, though? But if you look at the history of LMA, she did the same thing. Not this one. That, But she did the same. She has covers and stuff like that. Like, that's how she was. That's how she became popular. That's how she mm -hmm. became known um, by. That's how she got founded by, I think, like. By Mustard. By Mustard, by Chris Brown. Like, she did. A lot of them do, like, covers and shit like that. And then, boom. Mm. You know? Well, see, there you go. Well, <laughs> you give, you give, and you take away. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah. Well, for Katie, but the thing about this though, then we'll wrap it up. I heard the, I heard the two, mm -hmm. and I don't really think. God bless Lecrae and um, and Marcus Gray. I don't really think that they sound alike. I mean, that's I, I think it's another that's another thing of perception and reality, yeah. and what it is, and um. 
I mean, the judge ruled that Dark Horse sound just like the song, so. Make me a one Well. That's your girl. I don't know. I think no, I don't get no. Like, I, I, I like Katy Perry. I like Katy Perry, she, but she's she's white. Sometimes. I can't. I can't deal with her personality. Yeah, that's too much. She'd be, hey guys, hey not. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm She'd be like real, like straightforward with her comedy, <laughs> and I get it. But her her singing, she's a, she's one of the white girls who could sing. Yeah, and she, I can really, she really can singing. sing. She actually comes from church. She's like a yeah, Christian. Yeah, exactly. So that's the irony of this lawsuit. <laughs> right. The irony of this lawsuit. When I read it, I was like, huh. God, well. God like I told you. Your dad's you like a pastor. <laughs> I told you what you should have said. <laughs> you still wanted to go down and sing that? <coughs> pop. <laughs> she actually started, Um, how she started her pop stage. She was you. singing Christian at first. She started her pop stage with I Kissed a Girl. Mm-hmm. That was oh, her first. Oh, God mm-hmm. said, oh, you really wanted to stop. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Kiss the girls. Keep kissing the girls. Keep kissing the girls. Dark, and ride your dark horse. <laughs> but I'm going to get you. <laughs> uh, word. Well, also this week, I mean, we've been hearing about this for a couple of weeks, but I think like it was official this week. Lil Nas, I heard different numbers, but Lil Nas has broke Mariah Carey's record of the longest number one running record of Billboard's longest number one running record. Say that three times. Longest number one, number one running record, number one running record, number one running record, number one running record. Stop. Is the, is the walls going to start blooding or some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with a 17-week run on the charts at number one. Them kids will not stop playing that song. It's going to get to 18, then 19, They're then 20. They're not going to stop playing that nope, song. Nope, Um, And I love how it started on TikTok. It started on an app. It was just like background music, right, for like a video or something. Yep. And then, but it was an original song. Um, And it broke Mariah Carey and Boys to Men's record for One Sweet Day, which spent 16 weeks at number one. So just by one week, I mean, obviously that's what breaks the record. But I think that it was really dope that Mariah passed the torch. Did you see the picture? I love her. She passed the torch. Of course I saw. I follow Mariah on social media. <laughs> Figuratively and hilarious. literally in a pic she posted like a like a really classy lady. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also another thing I saw on Twitter where <laughs> she was, some girl was like crying. Like this girl, she was singing some Mariah, Obsessed. She was singing Obsessed. But she was like crying and like oh, dancing. Oh, like yeah, it's at like the a new challenge time. or something like that. Uh, no, I don't know. Oh. She was like crying and dancing, like she was like trying to get it out, like she was expressing herself. She was trying to whatever she was crying about. She was just trying to dance and get over it. And then Mariah was like crying, dancing, and singing at the same time, more than I could ever do. More <laughs> than I could. Wipe I those love tears, her. girl. Like, I was like, yeah, I like I appreciate her. I love her. Like, how can you not? And shout out to Little Nas X. I'm. Pretty, you know what I feel like? Little Nas X is having like a similar year, like that um, Cardi had in her debut year, mm. like with just like exposure and I mean two different people, mm-hmm. but exposure, it's your first year, and and you have good songs, mm-hmm. um, and you're still number one. It's just like it's it's like wow, like so many great things are happening for you. I only wanted to just excel from here isn't it crazy how we always used to hear about like will there ever be a gay rapper in hip-hop will there ever be a gay rapper in hip-hop and now i mean i don't think he's the first one we got a couple of them now no there's a lot of people who are gay and they're just not saying it but now he's got the not only is he gay he's beating world records so like 
That's crazy. But this in no way diminishes uh, Mariah's work or her legacy. Of course not. Not to mention that that was a completely different time when there was no streaming and, mm-hmm. and people really had to go and purchase albums and singles from record stores. Um, so the effort was just a lot more intense than a click of a button now um, like we have now. But that doesn't take anything away from Lil Nas X either because it still takes hella work uh, to get people to stream your music. But it just shows that the steady progression of, of the music business and consumerism and it's, it's just different. Not mad at him. Shine, King, shine. On the way, listeners. Do you feel as if Katy Perry's Dark Horse copied Marcus Gray's Joyful Noise? Tweet us at On The Way Weekly and let us know what you think. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Black as hell. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep it, keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues, as we see them through our point of view. So what's going on this week, Khalil? Well, do you remember a couple months ago when Gucci came out with that, what was it? It was like a bag or a jacket or something with the mm-hmm. lips, with they had um mm-hmm. somebody in blackface. Yes, I did. Right. That's when T.I. started cursing y'all out. Yes. By using big words for still wearing Gucci. Right. Well, they made promises just like H&M did and just like, I can't remember the other one, um, that they were going to that they were going to be more diverse, that they were going to mm-hmm. change up their policies. And it seems like they've actually come through. Um, on Tuesday, they announced that they have hired Renee Tirado okay. as, the high, as the head, as the first global head of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, yeah, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, which I thought was really, really cool. She's from Brooklyn, and she has a whole career in this subject um she's held previous positions at um major league baseball as the chief diversity and inclusion officer um she's also held uh, similar roles um at aig which is like the finance big finance company um the united states tennis association um she's done like some of the same kind of work at these different these huge different companies which i think was really smart and I won't say cool of Gucci, like you should have did it anyway. Right. <laughs> but it's really smart, and it's good that it's forced you guys. If that's what it took, still, that's still, uh, you still got a little side eye against you. But I mean, it is always about how you move forward. If you're gonna be here, it's about how you move forward. And I think that they're taking the the right steps to ensure a more diverse and um, a more diverse future. That that's culturally that's respected that culturally that respects many cultures i feel like they understood that they offended a lot of people but they also see the crowd of people that did not care like that um which were a lot of people because they were still wearing gucci afterwards so they weren't going to boycott or anything like that but you did get a large amount of people who were just like this is offensive right and you know that's the thing you don't want is to have like that hate crowd right that's just saying like all right but you guys 
you guys are offensive and racist and things of that nature. And, and then, you've you never know. done anything to say you weren't. Mm-hmm. And right. then like they could have they, they, they're telling somebody else about it and word of mouth is spreading and then like, eventually oh, people Gucci? are going to stop wearing it. Right. I mean, even though you can, you still have those people who are, you still want to kind of show that you care. Right. You know, like even if who knows if they do or don't, if you do or don't, but, <laughs> but at least you want to show that you care and in right. efforts to, you know, grow your business even more. So. Right. I guess y'all could go back to wearing your Gucci slides now. Nah, people are still doing that. People waited. Some people did it like in hiding. Some people just like waited. Some people were just like, I don't care. Don't I'm gonna still, you know, wear what I wear. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. You see my slide here. You see what happened. <laughs> you see what happened. <laughs> if, it, if Gucci sent me some slide, I wear. Of course. <laughs> this week for my queen spotlight, I wanted to shine a bright light on 16 year old. Leslie Irby, she became the first known black disabled woman to receive her pilot's license. She's just 16 years old. So this is amazing. Um, she said she started flying when she was 16 years old at her, when she when she started flying um, at 16 at her local airport in Atlanta. Um, there's a aviation career enrichment program. Um, then they wanna introduce aviation to young African-American children. And through that program, she was selected to participate in an elite group of aviators to be a part of the summer flight line program at Falcon Field in Peachtree. Um, and then she grew from there. Um, thanks to that program and her like still fulfilling her dreams, I found this so amazing because everyone is out there to set some kind of example. And seeing women like her, you have someone at home who thinks that their disability is probably just, you know, they can feel like their disability, you know, limit, limits them from doing certain things that they would want to. And this shows that, no, it doesn't. Um, it, you are still able to do whatever you put your mind to in any type of way, mm. you know. Um, and I just love that. I love how it didn't, like, you know, stop her vision. And, and it didn't just, you know, say she didn't look at it like, okay, uh, I have a disadvantage. Like, no, I, I, I am, you know, somebody who can do the same things that anyone else can. Mm -hmm. And um, to be the first known black disabled woman to receive a pilot's license is amazing. Mm -hmm. So shout out to you, Queen. Fly, sister, fly. Amen. On the way, listeners. Is it safe to wear Gucci now or no? <laughs> Tweet us your thoughts at On the Way Weekly. And let it uh, tweet us what you what do we say? Tweet us it on the way weekly, and let us know what you think. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at Instinct, E-N-T-I-N-C, every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, Real growth. Oh, a little stroke growth. <laughs> <laughs> Real growth starts when you're tired of your own shit. Hmm. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> oh, who's going first, me or you? You can go first. I think 
that's a form of real growth. And I definitely, I think we've all been there. I've definitely been there when, like, you've done, you've repeated the definition of crazy. Like, you've tried to do something so many times and nothing changes. And you're like, you know what? I'm through with this. I'm, I can't do this no more. Something has to right. change. I'm going to do this now. And, yeah, I definitely think that that's a form of growth. It's a very eye-opening, straightforward form of growth. But I also think that you shouldn't wait. We should always be looking for ways to grow and shouldn't wait until we get caught up in our own stuff to try to grow. Exactly. But, yeah. No, I agree with that. I also feel like um, I agree with this quote because... Sometimes you do get comfortable in what you're doing mm-hmm. and you don't ever want to like just change because of the comfort. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're not evolving, how are you really changing? How are you really growing? Mm-hmm. What's becoming different? You know, there's different ways to evolve each and every day. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you evolved to your highest potential, there's still different ways. Mm-hmm. So that's how I feel about this. I agree. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L. You can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash KXD Music. You can also find my music on Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify under Khalil Daniel. And you can find me on August the 29th at Babies All Right at 11 p.m. It's a Thursday. You ain't doing nothing on the next Friday. Just <laughs> come on out and stay late. Thursday's a new Friday. Yeah, see you there. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. And um, on my fitness page at Sweat by V, S-W-E-A-T-B-Y-V-E-E. I always think you're going to say S-W-V. W-U-N-V-S-S-W-U-V-S-W-U-V. Is that what you listen to when you work out? What do you listen to when you work out? Um, What's good? It depends. So, if I'm do you in ever a, listen to any songs from the playlist? It depends. You it it, promote this show. it literally you depends. Say, I don't want you to know that when I'm stuff. when you I'm <laughs> when yes. I'm in the gym, I listen to whatever I'm in the, like in the mood for. Mm. So sometimes that can be gospel. Sometimes that can be R and B. Sometimes that can be. Um, some of my poppy playlists. That's why your body look like that. Sometimes your body I is can, what your body I go is. From whatever. Your whatever body I is. What is it called when they um um divine? Your body is divine. That's Man, why. Ashe. Go ahead. Ashe. Go ahead. Ashe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, nah, but I you really um I I don't have a certain playlist. I don't feel like when you go to the gym, it has to just be. A straight hardcore intense playlist. Yeah, I'm saying, is it harder to like? If does it depend on the activity? Like, if you lifting weights, Mm -mm. can you lift weights to slow music? Mm -hmm. Really? I can listen. You don't got to be like a juice head, like Mm -mm. (laughs) like, my dear, my dear, my dear. You do not know me, but I know you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why it's the first place my mind went. You were doing bicep curls <laughs> to fucking stutter by Joe. <laughs> I'm done. No, you can, but I don't feel as if oh, it's necessary. I don't want to get to the stutter. And let me tell you that. I, 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 I. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I don't feel like it's necessary. You can, but it's just 
to me, in my opinion, like I, mm. I do whatever I'm in the mood for. So if I'm in a B mood, I'm playing B. If I'm in a, um, a messy mood, I'm listening to straight up messy. If I'm in a, a, a Paramore mood, I'm listening to straight up Paramore. Mm. Like that's just how it is. So sometimes I just put my phone on shuffle and let whatever plays plays. So you could legit be up there lifting weights. You could see, be up there. Uh, let's see, let's see, doing leg weights, doing leg presses, right? Mm, Talking. The Jesus is Someone the reason. Asked a question. Hey, come on. Why do we so? Okay. Yeah. That's it, right, divine thighs. But that's the thing, it doesn't have to go with the movement. It could just be whatever your mood. you're in. Right. So if I, if mm. I wake up that morning, I'm just like, I want to listen to some ignorant ass rap, mm. I'm going to put that on. If I'm in a mood that I just want to karaoke in my head, I'm gonna put on some songs that I can really sing to. And that's a whole That's it. Word. That's it. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our Facebook at Facebook.com slash instinct E N T I N C and on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple Podcast app. Leave a comment, rate review, let us know what you think. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Who don't take no weeks off? <laughs> take no weeks. You work all year. <laughs> nah, I'm sorry. I ain't coming. And pause. And I was not coming for nobody. I want y'all to know. And I'm please, um, on the way, listeners, look out for season two of the Mocha Message podcast, which returns next week. Amen. Starring our girls Jackie and Sean. Yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We stress, we grind one time, three times, two time, me time.